Hi, I'm Bob Ekblad. Welcome to my podcast, Disciple. Today I want to talk with you about Jesus' commissioning of the disciples, the twelve, to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now in Matthew 10, verse 1, Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Now, interestingly, um, right after Jesus calls these disciples, like the fishermen in Matthew chapter 4, you know, we see that right away in Matthew chapter 4, um, verse 23 and following, right after he's called these fishermen, they followed him, they've left their nets, they've left their boat and their father. Um, he was going throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people. So, here he's commissioning the disciples to do that that very same thing that he's been modeling. And uh, he gives them authority. And, um, and it goes on in verse 24, um, how the news spread about him throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all who were ill, those suffering with various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, paralytics, and he healed them, and large crowds were following him. And then we have the teachings of uh, Jesus, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, six and seven and um and then right after that you have almost a, a direct like an exact repetition of jesus's same mission in um in chapter eight and um and so now just two chapters later you know early in jesus's ministry he's empowering these disciples to do um to do the same works but he's got a special audience in mind he has a target group that he's sending them to in verse 5, these 12 Jesus sent out after instructing them, do not go in the way of the Gentiles and do not enter any city of the Samaritans. Now, why is Jesus specifying uh, who not to go to? You know, we just did this Bible study at Tierra Nueva and one of our people said, well, they were beginners and so maybe they weren't really ready to bring good news outside of, you know, their people group. I mean, they were Jews, and uh, though they themselves, many of them were on the margins, you know, Matthew, a tax collector, and, and these fishermen, you know, they um, just maybe weren't trained enough to be able to know how to bring good news to non-Jews. And, uh, and also, um, the Samaritans, that was an excluded group who were considered unclean, as were the Gentiles. And so, um, you know, Jesus perhaps just didn't see them as ready for that. Um, but another reason that I believe um, maybe is even stronger is that Jesus um, is really focusing on the people within his own people group, the people of God, you know, Israel, who had fallen through the cracks. Um, you know, who are the lost sheep of the house of Israel? You know, that, that assumes that there are found sheep or that there are, you know, there's insiders and outsiders. It looks like the lost sheep is, you know, could be a category of, of people who you know, who would have, uh, you know, who would have not been accepted. If we look at the immediate context of Matthew chapter 10, like in chapter 9, you know, we see um, that Jesus um, calls Matthew in, in Matthew 9, 9. And then um, right after that, um, he's at table with many tax collectors and sinners coming to him and dining with Jesus and his disciples. And the Pharisees saw this and they said, um, you know, why is your teacher eating with tax collectors and sinners? And then Jesus states, it's, it's not those who are healthy who need a physician, but those who are sick. 
And so Jesus kind of is emphasizing this this group of Jews um, who were excluded, you know, by the religious authorities. And these certainly would have fit into the category of the lost sheep. And if you look at Luke chapter 15, which is kind of the closest parallel to Matthew 10, um, or Matthew 9 anyway, um, when Jesus, he's uh, in verse 1, all the tax collectors and the sinners were coming near to him to listen to him. And both the Pharisees and the scribes began to grumble. So see the same sort of grumbling of the insiders. This man receives sinners and eats with them. And then Jesus tells the parable of the, you know, of the, of the he says, what man among you, if he had a hundred sheep and had lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open pasture and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. So there we, we can see that um, the lost sheep are associated with tax collectors and sinners, aren't they, directly? And, um, and so Jesus, um, is that what Jesus is focusing in on? Is those that have strayed away from the people of God? And um, if we look earlier in the Bible, in, in Ezekiel chapter 34, I think we see a direct parallel and we see that Jesus's missionary movement, you know, was really focusing in on, um, you know, first and foremost on, you know, trying to go to those that were excluded and who had maybe, um, you know, felt alienated within God's people, um, you know, the outsiders within the insider, you know, people of God. And we have this prophecy against the shepherds of Israel in chapter 34, where, um, you know, it says, thus says the Lord, beginning in verse uh, 2, Woe, shepherds of Israel, who have been feeding themselves. Should not the shepherds feed this flock? You eat the fat, you clothe yourself with the wool, you slaughter the fat sheep without feeding the flock. Those who are sickly you have not strengthened, the diseased you have not healed, the broken you have not bound up, the scattered you have not brought back, nor have you sought for the lost, but with force and with severity you have dominated them. They were scattered for lack of a shepherd, and they became food for every beast of the field and were scattered. My, my flock wandered throughout all the mountains and on every high hill. My flock was scattered over all the surface of the earth, and there was no one to search or to seek for them. So um, here's Jesus who is coming to embody um, this shepherding ministry that involves like uh, doing something about this problem. Um, so then he goes on in, in Ezekiel. Ezekiel, the prophet, continues, um, you know, to uh, talk about how um, the, the, because the, the flock, his flock has become a prey, my flock has even become food for all the beasts of the field for lack of a shepherd. And my shepherds did not search for my flock, but rather the shepherds fed themselves and did not feed my flock. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will demand my sheep from them and make them cease from feeding sheep. So the shepherds will not feed themselves anymore, but I will deliver my flock from their mouth, so they will they will not be food for them. So in a way, is, is that what Jesus is about here? Is he like really, um, you know, kind of meeting a need that was just not being met? He's, uh, he's seeing the Pharisees and the religious leaders who are ignoring these uh, these people, his, he considers beloved, and he's going after them. Um, so this continues, verse 11. Uh, Behold, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. 
So there we have Jesus, uh, you know, coming. Um, God sends Jesus, you know, his son to come and to embody this very uh, missionary movement. As a shepherd cares for his herd in the day when he is among his scattered sheep, so I will care for my sheep and will deliver them from all the places to which they were scattered on a cloudy and gloomy day. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and bring them to their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the streams and in all the inhabited places of the land. I will feed them in a good pasture, and their grazing ground will be on the mountain heights of Israel. There they will lie down on good grazing ground and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will lead them to rest, declares the Lord. I will seek the lost, bring back the scattered, bind up the broken, and strengthen the sick. So, um, I believe Jesus here in Matthew 10 is really about that um, action of uh, his, the Jesus movement is um, a movement of recruiting and training and empowering disciples who can reach um, these people that have, have been scattered, that are, that are lost. And if we were to look at the equivalent of these kinds of people today in, um, you know, I don't want to move it too far away from Israel because this is, this is the setting of Jesus's mission here. You know, Jesus is a Jew and he's uh, showing God's steadfast love for his chosen people who he's raised up and, you know, he's called through Abraham and Abraham's family and he's you know, he shepherded all, all through uh, the Old Testament. And here in the New Testament, Jesus, um, you know, he comes and he's born among his own people. And he's committed. He shows God's um, commitment to, um, to really see the people of Israel being a kingdom of priests. And, um, and so his movement of choosing 12 disciples, which are, is reminiscent and symbolic of the 12 tribes of Israel, is really about uh, calling Israel into Israel's uh, prophetic vocation to be um, a blessing to every family of the earth, which was, you know, what God had, had the promise he'd given to Abraham. You know, uh, through your descendant, I will bless all the families of the earth. So um, when we look even closer at just the immediate verses right before Matthew 10, um, in chapter 9, verse 36, seeing the people... Jesus felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beg the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. And so then we have chapter 10, his, his uh, summoning his disciples and sending them out and, uh, you know, to, to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So, um, the lost sheep of the house of Israel represents uh, people within the people of God who have, um, who've left, you know, who have felt um, maybe rejected or for whatever reason have, you know, wandered away from the community of faith. And who would that look like today in our settings where we live? You know, the, the church, um, many people have grown up in different churches and, and within the body of Christ and have, um, and have left for lots of different reasons. You know, they have felt judged. They have felt, um, you know, um, unseen. 
um, you know, just missed or, or, or maybe they rejected the gospel too. It may not just be the fault of the, the body of Christ, but for whatever reason, they've wandered off. And so uh, here Jesus is showing his great care for, you know, for the people of God and, uh, and those that are maybe the least among them or the, those that haven't, haven't found their way. And um, who are those people today? You know, do you know people who have um, maybe grown up in a, in a family that was a family of faith, you know, part of the body of Christ, the church, and, but they've left, they've been disillusioned, they've, uh, they've given up their faith. You know, they are no longer, you know, gathering with other believers. They've, uh, you know, they've wandered off their quote-unquote lost sheep. Um, here Jesus has an interesting strategy for reaching them. You know, he says to them, to the disciples who he sends out, like he doesn't send them out to, to invite people to gather in some setting like the synagogue or, you know, or a church. Um, rather, he, he says, as you go, preach. And that word preach, you know, that's a negative word for a lot of us, right? But it really means just uh, proclaim or, or communicate. Um, the kingdom of heaven is, is close or is at hand. So, you know, we proclaim the kingdom of God is like right around the corner. It's, it's near. And, and then right away, you have these imperatives. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. So Jesus commissions his uh, apostles here, his disciples, to go to the outsiders, to those that have left uh, the lost sheep, and um, you know, and to actually make the gospel relevant in a way that affects their their physical bodies, their you know their lives, that brings about transformation. You know, we go to the people as disciples of Jesus. I believe we're called to go out to um, to do this very work. You know, um, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. So to make uh, the nearness of the kingdom of God uh, visible to people and then to do it free of charge. Freely you received, freely gived, give. So Jesus um, is all about recruiting us to, uh, you know, to, to go to, first and foremost to the people who have, um, who are alienated. And it, and maybe when we go into um into settings, you know, where we're going to run into people like that, and we go looking for them. We're going to get an education. We're going to find out what didn't work for these people. You know, we're going to um, have our hearts moved by stories of, uh, of, of, you know, why it didn't, you know, why the Christian faith wasn't relevant to them, and and that's going to bring us to a place of of clarification for ourselves of what is the good news and why why is it that we believe and and what went wrong. In terms of um, these people that that weren't able to find a home in among the people of God who, who wandered off, and there's a sensitization that happens when we when we reach out and we go um, we go out on the lookout, you know, for for lost sheep. Jesus um, sends them out in a way where they have almost no power either, so he wants um, his disciples to go out in a vulnerable, uh, powerless way. He says, do not acquire gold or silver or copper for your money belts. You know, don't go with money in your wallet, right? Don't go, um, you know, possessing uh, all the resources or with all the resources. Or or if you don't have resources, hey, that doesn't keep you from going. You know, everyone can go because um, 
You can be poor. You can be penniless. Because actually that's a requirement. Don't go uh, uh, with a bag for your journey or even two coats or, or sandals or a staff. So they're to go out in complete vulnerability and um, dependent upon the people for their support, for a worker is worthy of his support. And whatever city or village you enter, inquire who is worthy in it. Now, that word worthy bothers me. It just doesn't seem like it really fits the setting of going after lost sheep. Um, you know, if uh, and I looked the, the word up and it actually can mean um, look for the one who's fitting or who fits the criteria that Jesus has um, established of being a lost sheep. So in whatever city or village you enter, ask about, you know, who might fit into that category of lost sheep and stay at their house until you leave that city. So the idea is we go as guests and uh, not as hosts. You know, we go in vulnerability. We go right into the setting of these people, right into their into their homes. Um, as you enter the house, give it your greeting. And if the house is fitting, give it your blessing of peace. And um, I, I really... Uh, I really love this because uh, this shows that um, there's such a deliberation, you know, about about coming in peace, not coming, you know, to confront, not coming to, um, you know, to rebuke or to correct, but just really coming in vulnerability as as visitors. And uh, and then, you know, of course, we've already been told earlier that that we're to go and to proclaim the kingdom of God is near and to um, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. So everything that, that they're doing here is, um, you know, it's, it's about liberation. It's about, um, you know, healing and uh, freedom. You know, freedom from, from demonic powers that oppress them. Freedom from sicknesses. And um, what would this look like for you to uh, step into this ministry of Jesus? You know, what would it look like to engage in um, this kind of proactive uh, going after those who, you know, who've been scattered out there and who um, maybe have, maybe they feel abandoned. Maybe they, you know, the, the proclamation of the gospel just didn't resonate with them because it wasn't spoken in a personal enough of a way that addressed their questions. And uh, maybe you're one of those people yourselves who, you know, you felt like, um, you know, you were hungry and you were thirsty and, but you weren't able to find the pasture, you know, the rich pasture that you needed to be able to sustain yourself for the, the this journey of life. And, uh, and you felt malnourished and, uh, or underfed, whatever through, you know, through what you experienced in the church. So let's pray for God's, um, inspiration and strength for us, um, all of us, to be able to step into this ministry. So Jesus, thank you for um, your love and your tender care for the lost sheep, you know, those who have strayed away for whatever reason. And thank you that you give authority to your disciples, including ourselves, to uh, proclaim the good news, the nearness of the kingdom of God. We ask for you to um, highlight to us people that you want us to reach out to and that you'd give us faith and uh, just bless us on our 
uh, in our attempts to, you know, follow your mission. In Jesus' name, amen.